Hey, Jerry, I'm so excited. Our podcast, Because I Want to Know and Hibbly Horror Stories, are doing a live event together in the Dallas area. Yep, Saturday, October 16th. It's going to be so much fun. Dude, you just completely ignored the fact that Mysterious Circumstances and Hillbilly Horror Stories have a live event the night before in Galveston, Texas. I did not. As a matter of fact, Justin, I was just going to bring up the Galveston show on Friday, October 15th. Jerry, why are you doing a commercial with Justin? Once again, you have given him special treatment over me. Besides, we have a special private dinner show in Memphis on that Tuesday, October 12th. Tracy, I would never give anyone preferential treatment over you. Of course you wouldn't. Thank you, Justin. Um, hello? Leslie Fear over here. Now everyone's ignoring me. Enough! Get your tickets and more information at hillbillyhorrorstories.com. We will see you there unless we kill each other first. Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey everyone, today I'm joined with Stephanie Smith and she is a tour guide and also a psychic medium for the Shanley Hotel in, what is it, Napanock, New York? Is that right, Stephanie? I call it Napanock, but some people do call it Napanock and to be perfectly honest, I really don't know what the proper pronunciation of this town is. (laughs) Well, you know what? Welcome to the show, Stephanie. I'm very happy to have you here today. Thank you. So you are a tour guide for what I understand is one of the most, and they're all called that, I'm sure, but you probably have way more evidence than I do. One of the most haunted hotels in the U.S. Now, I know you're also a medium, so can you kind of give me your background as to why uh, you're working there? Is it because you have gifts and in that background, or I'll let you talk and you can tell me? Um, I actually was here on an investigation by myself. I happened to book it and, you know, just one room. I happened to be the only guest that night. And so I had the entire hotel to myself, which was great. Um, the owner, Kelly took me around like we, just like the rest of us do whenever we have guests, you know, she took me around to do investigations. Of course I had all of my own equipment and everything. And, and, um, she did take me down into the basement and I was conversing with one of the spirits there and she was telling me she didn't really know like her age or really how she died. Oh, wow. And the first thing I got was a vision in the morgue of this woman being dead and her body placed in the morgue. And so I told Kelly that and she goes, Oh my God, you have abilities. I said, I do. And she was, do you need a job? <laughs> I was like, actually, yes, I do. Like I had just moved to New York, so I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends or anything yet. So it just kind of fell into my lap. <laughs> wow. See, that is like the best way to get a job. That's what, like, didn't even know you were up for an interview and you're like, Hey, uh, this little girl or whoever you were talking to is in trouble. And she's like, what? Okay. So I do know a little history about the hotel. I know it was built in 1845, but then burned down and then it was rebuilt. Mm-hmm. And then James and Beatrice bought it in 1906. Is that right? Yes. James and Beatrice did buy it in 1906. They had it up until somewhere in the 40s. After after James had passed away, Beatrice sold it. So it, it's changed hands, but it's pretty much always been a hotel and, you know, rooms to rent. And eventually, you know, it was a biker bar in the 70s, in the 80s. And then it just kind of sat dormant for a while until uh, Salvatore Nicosia purchased it in 2011, I believe. Okay. I have watched some videos on this hotel, and I have come to learn that the place is so haunted, they make anyone who wants to stay sign a waiver 
to even be able to stay it the whole night there. Is that, am I right? Oh my God. <laughs> what? We I do. Mean... We do. <laughs> Um, Just for liability, because we do have so many spirits. At any given time, there are over 40 spirits here, and those are the regulars. Um, We also have four portals, and so we get more that come in and out as well. Wait, 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 wait. back up. You have four, what? You have four portals? we do have four. I'm suspecting we might have a fifth, but I haven't been able to confirm it just yet. Now, how do you know that? Tell me, I know you're a medium, so tell me that part of it. You, You feel them. Some of them, if it's like a portal on the floor, it almost feels like you're sinking into the floor, just this internal sinking into like quicksand or something. Some of them that are on the wall where we actually have no electricity, you feel an electrical current like coming through it. It's almost like the static on the outside of a balloon that you're feeling. And it, it's you don't even have to touch the wall. It's very you're just very close to it and, and you start feeling that. And then, of course, the spirits there are saying, you know, it's a portal or some say it's a doorway, things like that. Wow. Okay. So do you think the spirits are haunting the place or do you think they're visiting? I know there's a difference. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I think the bulk of the ones that we have here are here permanently. They they like it here. They don't necessarily want to over and leave. But at the same time, there are certain rooms that we do have that will say, you know, oh, this is Kevin's room. And we'll try to converse with Kevin, but we're told he's not here. So some of them do leave where they go. We don't really know, but they do end up coming back too. So, okay. Wow. So they're all kind of, do you think they're stuck there or do you think they want to stay there? I think for the most part, I think they want to be here. It seems like they want to be here. They're pretty happy. You know, the majority of them, we have a couple nasty ones that I don't believe, you know, one in particular wants to cross over just because I think if he does. I think he knows exactly where he's going and he doesn't want to do that. He'd rather stay here and taunt me and torture me. So, <laughs> Oh, really? So, yeah, is that kind of, I was going to ask you, what is the scariest thing that's happened to you? Whether Because I know you guys do packages where people can come and stay and then they can also do paranormal investigations, right? With you guys, right? Yes, yeah. yes okay. that's pretty much a standard. Anybody that books a room, um, whether you book the whole hotel as like a friends and family or you just book one of the rooms at a time, you get the investigation with your room. So that's just a part of it. So have you like been just totally like freaked out ever? Or are you pretty used to these people, these spirits, whatever, these ghosts? I mean, has there ever been a time when you felt like you were in danger? Oh, 100%. Um, oh, wow. Okay. One, yeah, huh. one time in particular, we have one that is very, very nasty. He's bruised me. He's choked me. He's oh, literally God. said he wants to kill me. And when I first started, I was definitely afraid of him. And he used to like to stand at the top of the steps. So I had to walk through him and I would feel him. And um, at some point we had a team in here that crossed over a spirit that he fed on that I actually believe was one of his victims. And that really, really angered him. And because I happened to be in the hotel working that night, he literally said, you took something of mine. So I'm taking something of yours. So he actually started calling out my three-year-old's name like by her name. And I don't ever talk about her here. But when a spirit starts calling out your child's name, and her name is Isabel. So it's not, it's not some sort of a really too common name. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. So at that point, I really was freaked out. And and so I started purchasing all kinds of crystals and getting other psychic medium friends to help me, you know, block this spirit from being able to leave. And then eventually I opened up you know, my own abilities a bit more and started seeing other things than just spirits. And I was like, well, if I'm not afraid of these, why am I afraid of this guy? 
Right. And so once yeah. I stop being afraid, then he's like, okay, now I'm just going to bother you and annoy you all the time. Right. <laughs> so. I was going to ask you that. How do you protect yourself? Because, yeah, you are there probably a lot during the day and even in the evenings mm-hmm. when you do your investigating. How do you protect yourself? I mean, you know, how do you do that? If I need to, I pretty much envision a white light surrounding myself. Mm-hmm. But the majority of these spirits here, you can literally tell them, I appreciate that you're here. I appreciate that you're letting me know that you're here, but please don't touch me or do whatever it is that's, you know, freaking me out at the moment. So they pretty much respect those boundaries. Gotcha. Well, that's nice, uh, at least. Now, I know that the uh, television series guys, uh, Ghost Hunters, were there. Did you know them at the time that they came or was that before you got there? Or do you know anything about what happened with them? Um, I don't. I don't actually know who they are. We do get paranormal teams in here. We've also gotten YouTubers, but usually when they're here, and if I happen to be lucky enough to be working that night, I just kind of stay out of their way like this, you know, it's it's their investigation. I just let them do whatever they want to do. I kind of, you know, keep coffee flowing and the snacks going, things like that. And I go around if they need me to. But otherwise, it's it's totally their investigation. I let them take over whatever they want to do. Right. And, and let me ask you something else, because I know that there's a lot of people when we when they go into these places, uh, there's some maybe not everyone, but a lot of people that I've heard of say, you know, leave these people alone. You're just upsetting them by doing all these investigations. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Like I said, you know them better than me because, you know, you can communicate with them. How do they feel about these different people coming in and asking them the same questions over and over? And it seems for the most part, the majority do like the attention. They like talking to other people. So, you know, when I'm going over some kind of the the ghost hunting 101 type of thing with guests that haven't done this before and, and stuff, I pretty much tell them, you know, please, please join in. Please ask questions, whatever questions you want to, because they get tired of hearing my voice all the time. They, they love having new people here. Yeah. There has been a couple of times when certain spirits, I did have one in particular that told me one night, I am not a sideshow circus. Ooh. And I said, okay, you know, I will respect that boundary. I said, if we can just leave this spirit alone tonight and not try to communicate with him, let him have his peace. The guests were fine with that. They understood because they're, they're just like us. They're just in a different form. You know, they have their good days and bad days. And by the next night, he was just fine and ready to communicate again. So he just, he needed that night off. Well, you know, are these spirits, are they the ones that were there originally? Are these ones that were there in the early 1900s? Or are these people that may have died also later, you know, in the 70s or 80s? Or is it a a mixture of everything? It seems to be a mixture of a bit of everything. Mm. Now, the history here doesn't have too much Victorian stuff. The majority of it, of it happened, you know, from the 20s and on because of a lot of Irish mafia stuff going on here. Oh, wow. Um, okay. <laughs> so that's the bulk of them. The interesting thing is that there's been sometimes, you know, if, if I can't see a particular spirit, I've literally been doing a live here just by myself. And I've had a man come through and go, there is a woman in this big, poofy Victorian gown, and she is not very happy with you, (laughs) you know, and who knows what the reason is. But that strikes me as odd, because I'm like, we don't really have Victorian spirit here. But who knows, you know, maybe it's just one that's quiet for us. Who knows? Yeah. And the actual hotel, it really just to me looks like a really big mansion it doesn't really you know it doesn't yeah it doesn't look like this big building to me like you would think in a a bigger hotel you know what I'm saying it's just not that big so how many rooms are in it let's see we have the gentleman's quarters actually it does sleep 10 so it's a lot bigger on the inside than what you would think um the, the bordello itself has three rooms 
Um, and then we have one, two, three, four, five, six or seven other rooms on the second floor, which, you know, some sleep two, some, you know, we have one that sleeps four. So oh, okay, yeah. I think at any given time we can have up to like 33 guests here. Okay. Um, but yeah, it does look just like a, like an old Victorian style mansion or, you know, like an early Dutch days. Yeah, um, I know the colonial Dutch, you know, settled a lot of this area. So, well, the one side of it, the one side of it looks like the Amityville horror house. You know what I'm talking <laughs> it about? It does. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that can't be good. But that's that Dutch colonial or whatever. Yeah. People see that and they're like, oh my gosh, that's the Amityville window. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, so let me ask you this. When you're doing your psychic work, you know, I know everybody has a different ability and not one medium or two mediums are the same. So what do you bring to the table? What are your gifts? So I do get visions. They send me visions. I like to say when they want. It's not that I'm attempting to get a vision. It's just that they send it to me. Okay. Um, and I hear them talking to me just more in my head. And they give me, you know, certain messages such as we have a seance room. We're calling it a seance room. One day it's going to be a grand room, you know, and it's in the works right now. But for whatever reason, in that room, we get so many family members that have passed on for guests. And oh, wow. so... When I'm in there in particular with guests, I'll get random messages. You know, like one night I had, I said, there's something, there's a scar on this man's chin and I I don't really know how he got it, but he's pointing to it saying somebody here would know what that is. And um, this gentleman that happened to be here, he said, well, my brother actually did have jaw cancer and he had a scar from a surgery right where I was pointing to on my chin. And I said, okay, he's literally telling me, hey pay attention to what I just told you or, or some, you know, some conversation that they must've had before he passed away. He's, he's like, Hey, you remember what I told you? And it's more like a father figure type of thing, the way he was talking. And he says, my brother was actually much older than me. And he goes, I know what conversation you're talking about. So, and I didn't push any further, you know, I just let that part go, you know, wow. that's between them, <laughs> but well, I th- that's the sort of things I get. Well, I think it's pretty cool that you can actually do a seance and actually do like a reading for one of your guests, you know, or, or more, yeah. you know, yeah. what, however that works out. That's cool. I mean, Hey, you two for one here, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, and I do Oracle card readings for guests here too. So which, oh, nice. that's always fun. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to ask you, do you do readings and you know, can you do those kinds of things on the phone or on FaceTime or whatever you do them on? Yep, I do. I actually, um, I've been sending out messages for people that have asked me in particular that wanted a reading. I just had a gentleman the other day that said he really has zero faith in mediums. He's, you know, been messed over or whatever, but... But those are the best kind, aren't they? They're the best kind. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, he does not put his faith in us. And I said, well, what I'll do is I'm just going to look at your picture and I'll just do a one card draw for you just so that you can get a little bit of a knowledge of what I do and how I work. And so I focused in on his picture a lot and used my pendulum to speak with, you know, my guides and found the proper deck to give him a one card reading on. And and it was kind of actually a little bit more in depth than what he expected. And he goes, actually, you picked up on a lot of stuff just with that one card. So that was great. So I was like, all right. (laughs) Nice. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, that's to me, they're the best kind, just like I said, because they're skeptic. And if you can turn them around a little bit, you know, hey, we can't explain it all. We don't know why we all have what we have as far as abilities. But the fact that somebody can and can know things about you that no one else can or should know about you says a lot. (laughs) I just think it's cool. Yeah. I always, you know, let them know. If I'm spot on, please let me know. But by the same token, if I'm dead wrong, please let me know that too, because it may not be a message for you. It may be for somebody else, or it could just be somebody's, 
you know, messing with me. Who knows? So. Well, it also could just be something like, oh, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. And they get home and they're like, oh, wait a minute. Kind yeah. Of things yeah. Happen all the time, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I do know that you will not allow anyone under 16 to check into that hotel, correct? Well, we sort of do. If the guests happen to book a friends and family, which is, you know, seven or eight people and they get the entire hotel for the night. And as long as they're not just dropping kids off, then, you know, around 13, we'll say, okay, you know, mom or dad or guardian needs to be there to keep an eye on things. You know, Um, we still have them sign the consent, you know, the waiver and everything, of course, but um, we'll make allowances for things like that. So I'm just saying there's no little kids there. There's no small children there, right? Okay. I mean, other than small children spirits. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do know that uh, James and Beatrice who purchased the hotel, they had three kids. They all died in the hotel under the age of one, correct? Yeah. They actually all died before they even hit nine months. Oh my gosh. What was the, what was it? Was it tuberculosis? Was it the flu? What was it? They don't actually elaborate on it in in the newspaper clippings that we have. So the only thing that I can guess is it could have been SIDS. Oh, but all three of them, you know, all three of them. Yep. But by the same token, Beatrice's sister, Esther also lived here and Esther had children and Esther died of the Spanish flu in 1918. And we actually did just find out that she was eight months pregnant when she died. Oh, They did try to save the baby and the baby lived for about four hours outside of the womb and then it passed away too. So they were actually buried together. But then Beatrice got to raise Esther's children as her own, too. So, wow. So her sister's children did live on, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, they did. Okay. Now, what of those kids, do you think any of them haunt? I know there was a caretaker, I guess, that lived there, too. And his daughter fell in a well, Rosie, correct? And I know she, her spirit visits. But do any of James and Beatrice's kids, do they haunt the place? If they do, they're not ones that I've ever noticed oh. or heard by name. Okay. Rosie's here pretty frequently with her father. Her father was the barber. Oh, sorry. Um, he was the barber. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. he, no, no, you're good. He was the barber. So um, she's here playing all the time. Um, she loves cake. You know, if you've, if you've heard the EVP that somebody caught with her saying, I want cake too. Oh, <laughs> it, it's so adorable. <laughs> hey, but you know what, though? I mean, Stephanie, I feel so bad for the little ones that are just, I don't know if they visit or they're stuck there or what it is, but you know, you just think, oh, honey, just, just move on. You know, you just kind of want to hug them yeah. and, and, you know, I mean, they have free will, of course. And I know in spirit, I would think that they would be older in spirit, but maybe when they don't move on, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. We buy her toys, guests bring her toys. So she has, oh my gosh, Aww. this little girl has so many toys. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, I do know that there is a doll's room in that hotel and that would freak me out. <laughs> I actually bring all of my Honda dolls with me when I come to work. <laughs> so, Are you serious? <laughs> I Yes, 100%. <laughs> that sounds fun. I want to be surrounded by a haunted doll staring at me when I put a flashlight on them and their eyes follow me as I walk by. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I give them things to play with while they, you know, they, they usually sit down in the great room while I'm investigating with guests and then when I go up to bed, I take them in whatever room I'm sleeping in. I've learned, though, not to give them a flashlight because they will play with that flashlight all night long. And it's usually pointing at my face and then I can't sleep. So I'm like, I appreciate you letting me know that you're still here, but please don't shine that in my face. <laughs> now, is that a child playing with the doll or is it an actual haunted doll? They are actually haunted dolls. What? Yeah. What? No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are they haunted by? Obviously spirits, but by 
children, by adults? What are, who's haunting them? There's two that I just acquired on Friday, actually, and I'm not really sure who is inhabiting them yet. But the other ones that I, I don't tend to collect children just because I've already got children of my own that are, you know, living. And so I'm like, I don't need any more kids around, but um, I tend to get adult spirits. And that way they have an option of whether or not they're going to come with me or if they're going to pass on or, you know, if they need something, I'll get it for them, things like that. So I want them to be able to make choices for themselves as well, if that makes sense. So. Um, but I do have a few that, you know, especially really love coming to work with me and interacting with the other spirits. You'll hear their names being called out sometimes through some of the equipment that we have, which is really neat. Well, now, wait a minute. Where are you finding these dolls? Sometimes they're given to me. I found some on eBay. I found them on Etsy, um, Facebook Marketplace. I just, I'll happen to be, you know, online shopping and then come across a photo of a doll and if it hits me just right, then I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're definitely haunted and you need to be here. <laughs> so oh, so you can tell right away just by looking at the doll. Oh, this one, there's an attachment here. Yeah. Th- yeah. There's a pull that they, and I think it's, if they want to be with me. Then the, the, it's just this weird kind of pull, like through my gut that just says you have to buy me like right now. So <laughs> wow. well, yeah, well, there's that other question. Are you okay with them being with you and following you around? You know, do they stay where you are? Or do they leave the doll and come with you? I mean, how does that work? If I bring the doll they a lot of times, you know, certain ones will actually just stay with the doll with the vessel that they have decided to inhabit. And they come with me, I take them to the doctor sometimes, oh, you know, I'll turn on some of my equipment in the in the car and and like my doctor, my doctor is actually on West Point. So one day I was driving to West Point and I had three of them with me. And I said, okay, does anybody know where we are going? And one of them clears a bell through the spirit box that I was using said West Point. I was oh like, okay. My gosh. So. <laughs> okay, that's wild. And and you're not afraid of these. You're, I mean, obviously you're not because no. you're, okay. Mm-mm. No, I tend to vet them a little bit. I, I ask questions of previous owners, you know, what their activity has been like. If I feel that it's something negative, I won't bring it into my house, my little one and my dog. Because I, you know, if I'm going to be honest here, I would think they would, you know, hey, there's a pull. I want to buy this doll, whatever it is. And then they're like, good, I've, I've got her now. You know, and now I can, I, has that ever happened? Yeah, that's how I got one of them on, you know, that I got on Friday that, what? you know, the... The owner was just like, I really think this might be a shapeshifter. I'm not sure, but it needs to go. It needs to get out of my house because I've got three kids. And I'm like, okay, just, you know, I'll take her. So (laughs) I just can't believe you're not afraid of that. That's just, that's wild. So, wow. Um, So, but what do you think about ghosts and spirits since you're a medium? And I ask all my psychics, I interview what they think about ghosts and why they hang around. And to me, and I don't know if you agree, you're a medium, but I... I feel it in my bones that there's really not a hell. (laughs) Um, We all pretty much go to the same place. Now, whether we all end up in the same actual realm, you know, of of layers or whatever, I think that's a different situation. But I think it's a a religious thing when they don't want to go because they think they're going straight to hell or whatever. And that's my thought. But what are your thoughts on that? So a little bit of background. I was not raised in any sort of a religion. My mother hated religion Mm -hmm. and I sought religion on my own. So I think at about age 20, I actually chose to be Catholic and went through the whole process, you know, RCIA, all that stuff and became Catholic. And according to the Catholic, you know, information, everything I do here is technically pagan and pagan is, is devil worshiping and that's evil. And, um, I don't know if you know who this is, Christopher Moon. 
really good friend of mine. He helped me out so much, you know, with me starting out with my own mediumship. Plus I had an attachment when I met him and knowing that his family, their background is Catholic. Also, I said, how do you deal with this? Because like, am I supposed to go to confession every Sunday and say, Hey, I'm playing with Oracle cards and talking to ghosts, you know? (laughs) And, and his, they literally, they looked at me and they said, no, they said, literally do what you want to do. But if it feels wrong, don't do it. And don't do things for the wrong intentions either. Never seek to do harm. So that's, that's pretty much what I stick by. But as far as ghosts and spirits, do you think that they hang around because they just love a place so much or it was just so traumatic and they don't really know where they are? They don't, they, maybe they know they're dead, but they just don't want to go anywhere else. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? For some, I think they just get really comfortable here. Mm -hmm. Um, We do have one child that was nine here that she was actually raped and and stabbed to death by a local butcher boy. Her body was thrown in a swamp, but she didn't live around here. But her father was a pastor and he did sermons here at the hotel. And I think she just felt really safe here. And I think that's actually why she's here in particular. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. And you know what? I think they form relationships with the living, don't you think? Absolutely. The owner, Kelly, you know, that's something we also tell the guests, you know, please be respectful. You know, we don't taunt, we don't tease them, we don't call them names. They'll call us names, but we're not going to call them anything back. But please remember, they are like our second family. And we would hope that you would have that same respect for them that you would your own family members. Right. So that's part of what we tell everybody. And that's, that's the truth of it. Yeah. Now I watched a video where there was this shadow that went right across the top of the stairs really quickly. I don't know if you've seen that particular video. And do you, do you happen to know what that was? We have a wolf spirit here too. A wolf? Okay. Oh, wow. (laughs) And a ghost cat too. So, but this thing was big. So we think it might've been the wolf. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Has any of your guests like not been able to stay all night? Have they been just so freaked out they have to go? Absolutely. Oh. It it actually happens pretty frequently. I had, I had a team here. It was just three gentlemen, you know, probably around 21 or so. So fairly young, but two of them had never done this before. And so the lead was like, I want to bring them here, you know, kind of get their feet wet in the paranormal. Right. 3 a.m. They were done. They left. They could not. They weren't going to sleep here. Um, Really? (laughs) I've had women in the gentlemen's quarters that were sleeping in there and 430. It's always 430 in the morning hysterically crying because they're like, we have to leave. We have to go right now. There, there's a man in there and, and he doesn't want us in there. He keeps pacing back and forth and we can't sleep. So they, they keep wanting to leave at 4.30 in the morning. Wow. <laughs> now, are they seeing him? Yes. <laughs> okay, that is wild. I need to come to this hotel. I think I think Jerry wants to come too if he hasn't already been. I don't think he's been there yet. So that is hilarious. Yeah, so, yeah. And he, like I said, he recommended me uh, to talk to you and I'm so happy I did because this is so interesting to me and, and to get your thoughts and to find out the history because I love history too. So that's another passion of mine. Yeah. So now you must live in the area or do you live at the hotel? Where do you live? I don't. I actually live about an hour away from the hotel. Oh, okay. So driving home and, and driving here, I, I take that time to kind of meditate along the way and you know, after work, take that time to wind back down from right. from everything so I can return to some sort of normalcy by the time I walk in the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, especially if you have children at home, you kind of want to be yeah. there for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stephanie, you have been fantastic. And I want my listeners to know uh, where to contact you and if they want a reading or a tarot card reading from you or any kind of, tell me about your social media. Uh, give me all the information on you. 
usually Facebook is the easiest way. That's the one that I'm on the majority of the time. If they look up fifth element paranormal and it's fifth with a five, okay. uh, that's my, my own page. And so if they want to contact me on there, they can, they can send me a message or whatnot. And I'm usually very responsive as long as it doesn't go to my spam or something. Right. <laughs> it might take me a couple days, but, um, but yeah, I'm always happy to get back to people, answer questions. I have people that, you know, want to ask about haunted dolls and things like that. So all kinds of, all kinds of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that you collect them and you kind of take them off their hands because that would worry me. If I thought something was, you know, haunted, that would be the first thing I do. Now I know I'm going to call Stephanie and <laughs> that girl is going to help me out because this is freaking me out. <laughs> I mean, you know? But no, you have been fantastic. And I'll add all of your information. I'm going to look up everything that you're associated with and add it to my show notes so that my listeners can just click right after this podcast ends. They can click right at right on you after that so but no you've been fantastic thank you so much for joining me today oh you're so welcome thank you for having me it's been a pleasure well i love providing because i want to know to you at no cost so if you like what you heard please leave me a five-star review or you can donate to the show at my paypal at lesliefear at yahoo.com any support you give will be sincerely appreciated as I'm a one woman show and I do all my own producing, all my own recording and all my own scheduling. And I appreciate any amount you feel led to give as it'll help offset the cost of my show. Also, one more thing, I am a paranormal romance novelist. I have eight under my belt and you can find them all on amazon.com. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you all so much for your support and I will see you next week.